live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it. He caught it. Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. You gotta be kidding me! What a moment! It's the T Row in the morning show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwan. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwan. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. They got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show in Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Inside the arc, he's back and kick out. Groves, he'll shoot another three. Got that one, Tanner Groves. He keeps coming at you, beard and all. KU by two, Goldwire drives, shoots. He missed it. Rebound tipped about, and KU's going to win it. You can rock. Chuck it up. The Jayhawks win 71 to 69. The Bengals toss it to the right. Yes. Nixon throws it to the back of the yeah. end zone. It is caught by T. Higgins. Yeah. Touchdown, Bengals. Stafford from under center, steps back, throws the fade, back shoulder. Cooper Cup's got it. Cooper Cup brings it in. Touchdown, 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 L.A. Snap, here's the knee. The Bengals will not call a timeout. The sideline's empty. Rings for the Rams. A Lombardi trophy for Los Angeles. 23-20, the Los Angeles Rams are world champions. Huh. Good morning, everybody. It is a new day and a new week. It is Valentine's Day. Monday, February 14. T-Row in the morning showtime. Brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Toby Rowland with you alongside my very best friend in the entire world, T to the J. Perry on the other side of the glass. We thank you for tuning us in. The Rams win the Super Bowl 23-20 over the Bengals. We'll discuss. Kansas continues their streak over Oklahoma. 20 straight now in Lawrence for the Jayhawks over the Sooners. But it was a good one on Saturday, 71-69. We'll discuss... Uh, OU women fall in Austin Saturday night. OU softball, a dominant start for the defending national champs. They're 5-0. and We'll discuss. And it is opening week for college baseball. We are four days away from the start of the college baseball season. We'll discuss. T.J. Perry, good morning. How are you today? Good morning. Doing good. Doing good. Hope you're well. Good. Was that a Valentine's gift off the top for our listeners? Yes. Or was that an homage somehow to the seven-foot Elvis? 
It could have been both, I guess. But more Valentine's yeah. Day. We are the aphrodisiac of sports radio. A lot That's of couples true. listen to this radio. Just trying to help them out this morning. Your, your, that's our new tag, by the way. Your morning aphrodisiac. Yes. The T Row in the morning. I believe show. we are. Yeah. Oh my gosh! How was your weekend, Teej? It was good. It was good. Busy, but good. Loaded with uh, uh-huh. anniversary parties and Super Bowls, but good weekend. Just one Super Bowl. Big fifty uh, anniversary party this weekend for mom and dad. That's right. How did it go? I saw the pictures. It looked like a rocking good time. Nothing says party like a senior citizen center. And uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was a good time. When you put me and my three cousins in the corner and we just sit there laughing and are in tears the whole time. And you uh-huh. have the two cousins threatening to still beat up the other two cousins. Um uh-huh. Even into our 40s and some into their 50s, you know, it's basically taking us back to what our childhood. What were you fighting over? We don't fight over anything. It's just me and Chad are smaller, so Clay and Bubba look at us and say, "What? you want to go? Let's go right now. We'll go. We'll go fight right now. Which Bubba's 6'3", 305, I think, you know, and Clay's a much bigger dude, so they like to do that why would all the way back fight? to our childhood. Why would, <laughs> why would Bubba even offer up a fist fight for uh, just because he's Bubba? Because he's what Bubba. He does? And, but he does, we're the only ones that call him Bubba still in his life. And, oh, it was bothering him on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> he's okay. like, you know, I'm All not right. Bubba. I'm not Bubba until you it. people show up and start calling me Bubba again. I'm Elvis. You were you were asking for a fist sandwich then. <laughs> You're calling him names. He was talking about just going places and his size and the way he looks. He goes, people just assume I want to fight him, and they don't mess with me. <laughs> he thinks like, dude, you throw out your hip if you try to fight someone right now. So, that was, was a good the, time. It was a good time. Was the party, 50th anniversary party at the, uh, by the way, all the other sports radio shows in town right now talking about the Super Bowl or talking about uh, OU Kansas. We're talking about a 50th anniversary party. We'll get into all that. We'll get into all home. that. Calm down, people. Um... Was the party where it was out of necessity or because there was a nice, large-sized room available? Large, nice-sized room that they knew of that uh, a relative works at, and they were able to rent the room and get a hold of it. So They got a deal. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I like it. And did mom and dad have a good time? The party lasted four hours. And uh, at about the three-and-a-half-hour mark, my mom said, I can go till 10 o'clock tonight listening to Carlton sing. To which the rest of us said, I think he sang every Elvis song there is to sing and more. For those who are new to the show, uh, TJ's mom loves Elvis. Specifically, there is a Elvis impersonator in the DFW area, <laughs> area named Carlton. Yes. Who is seven foot tall. Right. And she and her uh, other female roadies in the Metroplex <laughs> have been known to travel from location to location wherever Carlton is performing. All true. Groupies. All, all groupies true, yes. is what we call them. Uh-huh. Uh, so what a gift it was for Carlton to actually come to her for her 50th anniversary. <laughs> and she enjoyed it. 
Oh, she loved it. Her and dad got How does up dad there. They feel about this love. This uh, this. Uh, I think Carlton dad loves thing. Carlton more than my mom because it gets my mom out of the house a few nights a week, you know. And then he just sits in his uh, chair and watches what he wants and goes to sleep and he dozes does. on and off. <laughs> Someone asked me that. Some... Someone asked me on Saturday. They said, did your dad ever see Carlton as a threat? And I just started laughing. I go, look at him over there. My dad's just sitting there trying to stay awake. <laughs> I saw mom and dad dancing. They were dancing away. Yeah. My, I think by the I fifth saw dance. I you were dancing with mom Yeah, at one point. I, I don't dance. And that was uh, my mom and I fought the whole time we were dancing. I'm like, what are you doing to me? She's like, well, what do you do when you go to a concert and you go see all your people at a concert? I go, I don't dance. And I've got beer. She goes, oh, hey, well, mom. if I had your beer, you would be dancing. I'm like, well, get me a beer. So that was our Mom, conversation the whole time. Extremely famous radio star <laughs> in the state of Oklahoma. I cannot be seen dancing to a seven foot Elvis impersonator at a senior center. The seven foot Elvis impersonator singing Louis Armstrong's What a Wonderful World is what we danced to because that's our that was a song we danced to at my wedding. And I told her, I said, This was no lie. Request. Either. This was no lie. Carlton takes requests. Oh, uh, that's there were so many requests. There were so so many songs he sang that weren't Elvis, uh, Leonard, uh, Led Zeppelin, you name it. Um, <laughs> I said, "Do you realize?" Yes, this, and she's like, "This is our song. We've got to dance." I'm like, "Yes, I realize that, but you do you realize I have not danced since I danced with you to this song at my wedding in 2005." So that's how often I dance. So. Yeah. But we had a nice dance. I Even when Eric it. Church busts out a ballad or something, you don't grab your lady's hand and No, no two stepping know. going on. No, none of that no, happens. No. That was a good well, time. Well, I'm, I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad, most importantly, mom and dad had a good time. 50 years is nothing to sneeze at, Teach. It's not. It's, it's not, not easy to go 50 years. That's uh, way, way, way. I, what is the average marriage? Seven? A little less than seven, I think, is the average. They went a lot longer so than 50's that. So yeah. 50's greater than seven. And uh, that's really impressive. Married the girl Congratulations. next door. So, and it, uh, still going. He was We're talking. halfway to that. He was talking We're sweet stories over. about throwing pebbles at her window. <laughs> and he's like, she never came to the window, but always stood out there throwing rocks at her window. <laughs> throwing pebbles <laughs> at the window. That is straight out of Andy Griffith, man. Yes. Well, I'm glad you got there fine. And the Super Bowl last night, you had a good time. You, you, you just no party for you. Just back at the house. Just with the three the of us. Uh, the three of us, a little yeah. wing stop, right. and just enjoying the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. How was your soup? It was uh, really good, but it was <laughs> it turned. My my sister made a soup, and my wife made a soup, and they were both delicious. But everybody else just kind of said, you know what, we're going to do what we want. So I made like a buffalo chicken dip, and uh, uh, some other people made some like jalapeno poppers. And they turned into a, you know, a, a legit, legit Super Bowl party. food okay. situation, all right, all right. not just soup. With, with the two, two, with two crock pots of soup sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> they were the focal point. Yeah. <laughs> It was good. We had a good night. Uh, Jenny won the. Uh, she, she made. She printed out. She found online these uh, cards with like twenty five different props on them, and we all filled them out before the. Uh, we all filled them out before the uh, football game. 
you know, like coin flip and uh, first touchdown, all that kind of stuff. And uh, we decided $100 per participant. Whoa. And then, yeah, and then there was like uh, 15 participants. And then Jenny won, and and everybody just kind of laughed and said we weren't serious about that. So nobody, she didn't win oh. anything other than pride That's because she said a Super Bowl fight in the front yard. After that, if you take away my fifteen hundred dollars, she said uh, she never after she won. Which, by the way, she won by a bunch. She got nineteen out of twenty five correct. Can you imagine in Vegas how much money she would have won? For getting 19 out of 25 correct. That's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Some of them were like halftime related, uh, but I think five of them were halftime related. The rest were about the game. She said afterwards, after she was declared the winner by at least five predictions, by the way. Nobody else got more than 14, I don't think. She said she never looked at the questions. She just went down and circled, you know, one side or the other. She just was doing it to do it and she got 19 right so that was a good time um i thought the game was a little bit boring am i wrong about that uh, i thought it was a boring game i thought it was a okay good game and then i got so frustrated in that last drive for the rams because i said the officials are going to get involved they're going to create drama and sure enough yeah. after you know holding their flags the whole game here come 15 of them flying to keep drives alive and build drama mm. and get them inch them closer, inch them closer, inch them closer. It's what the NFL's built on, and it drives me nuts. So I thought they got way too involved in that drive, especially with what they let go throughout the game. But you're right. The game itself, um, the score was I close, you, but it didn't. I love how you pin the flags as an NFL thing. You always it do is. this as if there isn't terrible officiating There's in terrible officiating as well. at all levels but the NFL right. they purposely train their officials to create drama I'm convinced of it. I think there's courses on it. I think they tell them exactly how and when to uh, use the uh, especially pass interference as an offensive play. You're saying it's, this is a conspiracy from the, the top NFL down. The NFL is fixed. I've all I've believed that for several years now, and I'm going to continue to believe it. <laughs> Fixed. You, you are. Are you? How far are you away from moving into Teddy Layman's bunker with him? <laughs> Who says it's I don't a have a, a copy of the key under the mat? Flat Earth. Some guy tweeted me on Saturday. Some Kansas fan. I must have complained about. I no doubt did, but. Some call uh, that Kansas got in the final five minutes or so. I must have said something. <laughs> that, they, that they always get. Some Kansas fan tweeted me some uh, stat or something that uh, nine out of ten Big 12 teams get more home court calls than Kansas does or something. Some, I don't even know where he found such a thing. Anyway, I was like, oh, flat Flat Earther tweeting me that Kansas doesn't get calls in Fog Allen Fieldhouse. Okay, okay. What world are you living in? Uh, so that that guy could live in the bunker with you and Teddy. Uh, so no, I, I definitely got some calls. The one on the the one that really killed him was the I think it was third down and goal. Yes, over the middle, just oh, a perfectly defended play. 
And Chris Collinsworth is trying not to be a Bengals homer because everybody knows where he played. But he's like, uh, I don't know. You know, he's like, even now Michael's like, say, yeah, Chris, what do you think? Uh? Yeah. <laughs> Chris wants to say that's a terrible call, but he doesn't want to come across as a Bengals homer because it was a terrible call. There were the, the next one was, oh, you know, an Much obvious more legitimate, hold on the yes. goal line and stuff. A couple of them were good calls, but that one was a killer because if, if they don't throw that flag, it's fourth and goal from the, what, like seven or eight-yard line? Mm-hmm. Uh, that gave them first and goal at the two, and, uh, that, yeah, that was the biggest call of the game, I thought. But other than that, a bit of a yawner. I'm sure the guys who love defense enjoyed it. Um, it did come down to the wire, which is exciting. Aaron Donald is a beast, but, uh, yeah. I'm not going to rank it one of my all-time favorite Super Bowls, I'll say that. it was. I'll tell you what, it was just mixed feelings all day because I wanted the Bengals to win, but, man, I don't like Joe Burrow at all. I got PTSD from Joe Burrow stealing, so <laughs> just so many mixed feelings that whole game. I was kind of ready for it to be over. But Anyway, we'll talk more Super Bowl coming up. We got a lot to do today. It's a Monday. It's Valentine's Day. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. T-Row in the Morning Show, this hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. With the Healthplex, the Norman Regional Hospital, and a number of specialized professionals across the Norman and Moore area, Norman Regional Health System is here to serve all of your South Central Oklahoma health care needs. This may have been the highlight of the day when Carlton and some other guy put on wigs and played Stairway to Heaven. Oh, like nine minutes of Stairway to Heaven. Oh, God. And the one guy had like a fake flute <laughs> and a black wig. Um, uh, Carlton have a day job, or is this how he makes a living? No, he's got a day job. He's a legitimate guy, a accountant, I think. For you, I mean, he may be retired now. I don't know that he still is, but I believe he was an accountant. So, okay. wow, what uh, a life! Accountant by day, seven foot <laughs> Elvis by night, with the versatility to go. Uh, who was that you were just playing? Uh, Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin, if possible, stairway if to heaven. Uh, if needed, he can go Zeppelin. His theme Saturday was Elvis's entire concert from Madison Square Garden in 1972 and the biggest hits of 1972 outside of a couple of special requests, like I think my dad requested Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> so, um, quite I laugh, the but day. Quite my the parents day. are 50th anniversary uh, this year in December. Uh-huh. And you've given me a good idea, because if I did the same thing for them, only with Sandy Patty, they would be equally <laughs> as excited. I actually think Sandy's still around here. I think she's still living up in Edmond, so maybe I could actually hire Sandy Patty at this point. I'm not sure she's still doing concerts or not. My meemaw just kept walking around telling everybody, I started all this when I was 14 years old. It's like, I don't need to hear about those stories, Meemaw. So, but no. Golly. I think I'd be bragging about that, Meemaw. <laughs> well, that was her point. Like, she goes, Jeez. she goes, what was I thinking? We dated My for three weeks. 14 right now. 14. Yeah. She said, he asked me out when I was 14. Three weeks later, we were engaged. 
Three weeks after that, we were married. And they were married my whole life till my, well, you know, till he passed away. Um, but yeah, she says, I started all this at 14. So she's well, quite, I'm going to use that. Quite, quite proud of that. <laughs> I'm going to use that example as further evidence that Chloe does not need to be going to the movies with a boy yet. Next time I get asked. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think my papa took her to the movies. I think he picked her up on a motorcycle. I, I know well, him. I've doing seen, anything. I've heard the stories. At fourteen, picked her up on a motorcycle, and her uh, my grandma's dad apparently said, "Yeah, sure, whatever. Go with the boy on the motorcycle a at fourteen. Motorcycle. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> a, a different world we lived in. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Back then, it was probably just normal. Like, all right, no yeah, helmet. go marry her, yeah. whatever. Sure. <laughs> Uh, you mentioned Sooners fall on Saturday, 71-69. I need some help here. So the party started. I had to go inside. I had help with some things. I missed. I was We were. We had your call all the way down to Arlington. But I missed the Thank last you. three minutes of the game. So oh. I know Jordan Goldwire took a shot at the end by watching the game cast. Was this a heave? Was it a legitimate shot? Like I no. need to know if they had an actual okay. opportunity because I kind of so. said they were going to hit a three late to win it. Oh, you did. I thought I was thinking about I hate to admit this. I was thinking about you while courtside in Fog Allen Fieldhouse on Saturday. Who wasn't? Who wasn't? Yeah, that's true. So let me back up a second, because when you got out of the car, probably Kansas kind of had a little more comfortable. They had gone on a run. Yeah. and, And looked like they were putting it away. They were up eight and at the free throw line shooting two. With not much time left, like less than that. Missed both free throws. Uh, OU came down. You know, I don't I don't remember the exact sequence, but Goldwire hit a three. Uh, I think to cut it to five. I'm pretty I'm gonna be pretty close here. Foul. Kansas makes one of two to make it six. Goldwire hits another three, a long one, like a twenty-five footer, to cut it to three. They steal the inbound, and a Cole Maywin, who was put in to try to bother the inbounder, bounces one to Elijah Harkless right under the hoop, who lays it in to make it a one-point game with 15 seconds left or so. So it's gone from eight and at the line to make it 10, down to one. They foul Jalen Wilson. He makes one of two. OU's out of timeouts, okay? Uh, so it's a two-point game. And they bring it down. They've been running a play all day. You probably heard us talk about it. Where it's a Goldwire and Tanner Groves two-man game up top. And Tanner had hit four threes mm-hmm. off of it. Yes. little. Uh, they run Goldwire off a pick. The defenders go with Goldwire, who either drives it or kicks it back to Tanner for a shot. For the first time all day, Kansas switch did not switch it. And or I'm sorry, they did switch it. So they stayed with uh, one of the defenders stayed with Tanner. The play was supposed to be as Porter Moser told us later, the preferred play anyway. They wanted to get Tanner a 3 and try to win it in regulation. Uh, but the defender stayed with Tanner. Goldwire drove, got cut off, spun, and shot about a 15-foot 
fade away, but he was open, fade away from the left wing, and he had the hot hand. Missed it. Game over. Uh, Not the greatest shot they could have got. I would have loved for them to take a three to try to win it in regulation. You know, I mean, I think you got a better chance one shot to win it there than to go to overtime in, in that building with those guys. But Kansas, to their credit, covered it up. And uh, probably would have been better to try to get to the hoop, maybe draw a foul, something like that. But uh, the guy that's been hot, I mean, the guy that gave you a chance took the shot. So I didn't I didn't hate it. I didn't love the shot they ended up with, but it was, it was makeable. But he missed it, and uh, Kansas won by two. That gummit. If they had taken a three and made it, you would have gone down with the greatest prediction in sports radio. I would history. have. I would For those have. who missed it on Friday, TJ predicted OU wins in Allen Fieldhouse on a last-second shot. Man. No I, would have, I would have been up dancing at that Zero point. points. <laughs> no, it was, a, <laughs> uh, it was a great game to listen to. You guys did a good job. And you guys didn't mention that about the Tanner Groves, uh, Jordan Goldwire all day. And... Uh, Dadgummit. I finally uh Yeah, I mean it was a good job by uh you know, like I said, no timeouts. Mm-hmm. Good job by self, I guess, in adjusting defensively or knowing what they might want to go there to defensively or whatever. Um and not allowing them to have the three. Uh it would have been, you know, it would have been nice to Maybe get a little closer to the rim. But anyway, that's how it ended. Great effort. They played uh, Goldwire finished with 20. They, they lost by two with Emoja Gibson giving them nothing. Zero points. I was going to say, such a crazy the, the game of basketball when you've got a guy like Emoja Gibson who was just on fire lights the out. game before, lights out, and then he's 0 for 2, you know, the next game on the road. So. I tell you, it helped him, though, and we'll talk about this more because we're late for a break. His presence and the amount of attention they paid him really opened the floor up. I mean, that's one of the reasons why some other guys had a huge day or a really good day is because that lane that Texas Tech clogs up so much was wide open against Kansas all day. And they just kept getting – it was a layup train there for a while because they were just sticking with Mo wherever he went. But we'll talk more about that game. We'll hear uh, Porter Moser's postgame reaction next, back after this. Wake up with Toby Rowland, the T-Row in the morning show. Weekdays from 6 to 8 a.m. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. Oh, my God! Toby! Toby's getting held back by security! T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. What a game, what a fight today, Coach. I know you're disappointed, but what are your, what are your thoughts? You know, you're right, disappointed. You know, we came in here and uh, expected to, to win. We did. We, we, we thought we had to do some things. We took care of the ball. thought we played our tails off defensively for most of the game. Um, they started driving us with their athleticism. Um, you know, both Christian and, and uh, Obachi hit some big shots, big threes. We hit some big threes. Um you know, one possession game, just, uh, you know, I told our guys just now, where we set the bar is how we move forward. If we're going to hear all this moral victory that we came close and all this stuff, I mean, our bar, we, we got to set our bar higher. And that's what we got to chase. 
we're not we got to chase that and um I mean, I thought we did a lot of good things. We fought like crazy in this atmosphere. I mean, literally, there's times where you couldn't hear it in our timeout. It's uh, it's so incredibly loud. And I thought our guys held composure. I thought we did so many things uh, under good composure. And um, you know, I just uh, didn't have enough to to pull it out. There was a you had a five point lead second half, and there was a stretch of three to five consecutive possessions where you didn't get a great shot. You called a timeout there right afterwards. I'm going to guess that's kind of a little stretch that eats at you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're going to have these stretches in this crowd, and I thought we were getting good possessions, but that that was, uh, you know, I know Mo was trying to get going, and yeah. we tried to get him a couple things, and he couldn't get it. He couldn't breathe. They were all they, they were all over him. He could never get loose, and um, so we took a couple shots like that, you know, and um, and then we had a turnover. EJ drove too deep in the paint, got a turnover, um, and that's why I called him out. I didn't like the way the possession was going, and uh, you know, I thought. You know, we battled back. I mean, yeah. think about this. We were seven down seven with a minute and some left, and we, we, we threw a press in. We got a steal. We got um, – I mean, we did some really good things to, to have it actually the ball and chance to tie it or win it. And, uh, you know, that that's that that's the frustrating part is that, that, you know, they didn't find a way to get over that hump. But, man, I tell you, the, everything we talked about, you know, since the Texas Tech, this turnaround here, these guys um, really came out and gave everything they got. The high – two-man game with Goldwire and Tanner Groves was really good for you today. Yeah, and and that's the thing that uh, right at the end they went to it. They switched, and we don't have a timeout. We're trying to ghost it, and Tanner was picking and popping the whole time, and they switched. And, you, and that's, I told him, that's on me. Our coach is better. We gotta, he's got to roll. He can't just pick and stand when, when they're switching. And obviously that's not the shot we wanted. We were really trying to attack and do some things and go downhill. Um, but, I, can't, I mean, Jordan Goldwire did so many things to help us win. He was yeah. freaking exhausted. He was exhausted, um, and, uh, you know, he played 37 minutes under this pressure in this atmosphere, bringing the ball up the whole game, running the offense with one turnover. Um, and I know he wishes he had that last one back. Uh, he was just saying, you know, wish he would have tacked a little more. But, it, I mean, man, they were they were kind of packed in on him, and, and um, you know, I, he, he had did so many things to help us win this game. you got some good contributions. I know that the numbers don't jump out, but, C.J. Nolan in the first half came in and gave you some good minutes. Even Alston Mason made some nice plays for you today. The kids, first time in this environment. I know. Great. We were having to play some, you know, two true freshmen, you know. C.J. Nolan played 14 minutes and Alston played 10. That's 24 minutes by two true freshmen in this thing. And, um, you know, so uh, I, I think that was something. I mean, we got to get some more uh, out, of, out of the bench um, when we do play well. But, uh yeah, where I just I just talked to the guys in there, man. Where we set this bar, man. It's just where we're going to get with this program is is I don't want you know coming here and I I had all the people telling me how long it's been since we've won in here and I don't you know I don't that doesn't do it that doesn't even that, I don't care that has nothing to do with it. These guys came in here expecting to win and you know even at halftime you know we were up and they came out in the second half and we withstood a barrage in the in the second half to get to that first media timeout because they started coming at us and so. We answered the bell a lot of times. Um, just that one stretch, like you said, that got. Then they pulled it to seven. You know, I think he had a three. We got a foul, forty-five feet from the basket. You know, a silly foul, forty-five when they were in bonus. Um, so we got to bounce back. We got Texas. Uh, but I told the guys, I said, our, our 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 gap of mistakes is shrinking. We're playing the right way. We're guarding forty minutes. We're we're moving the ball. We're taking care of the ball. We played two top ten teams in five days, 
and we beat one, and we were right there another in the best atmosphere. So we got to come back, and we got you know we didn't play well in Austin, and we got a quick turnaround again now. We got Texas Tuesday. Um. Yeah, I mean, I I think the takeaway is for me frustrating you didn't win. God, they've been so close in there. Like like I said Friday, they have played well in Fog Allen Fieldhouse. They haven't won, but they've played well there in my 11 years. Almost every time they've gone up there, it's been a close game. They haven't been able to win. You can't say the same for Manhattan and Ames. I mean, those are two places where they've played a bunch of eggs. But they played well against Saturday. Um, It's frustrating to lead as long as they did and, and not pull off the victory. But now that it's in the... You know, the rearview mirror, I think your takeaway has to be uh, if you're on that team and on that coaching staff, um, they're playing much better basketball right now. That was a good week to get that win over Tech and to play as well as they did against Kansas. uh, That's a good week. Their net ranking and everything went up. Uh, It did not go down after the Kansas loss. It's still right around 40. And now they got to find a way to come back home and, and, or to keep playing that kind of basketball. If they can keep playing as well as they did last week, then they got a legit shot to do what I think they need to do, which is win four of their last six, uh, or four of their last seven. Uh, they get to get four more wins, either in regulation or Big 12 tournament or whatever the case may be. Uh, and if they play like they did last week, they got a really good chance to do that. Huge one tomorrow night, Texas. Then at Iowa State, at Texas Tech, home against OSU, home against West Virginia, and they finish at Kansas State on the final uh, day of the season. So we'll talk more about those games and the possibility of of winning uh, not just tomorrow night, but four out of those six coming up a little bit later on. TJ, I am uh, supposed to pass along. A uh, hearty hello to you from your friend and mine, Blake Kinsey, who works up oh, in Kansas now. House. I saw him and his beautiful that? family Friday at uh, shoot-around and again Saturday at the game. Uh, very disappointed that uh, he didn't get to see you, but I told him you do not travel to support the Sooners, and he understood. <laughs> he said, I, I should have expected that. Um, yeah, he knows better. And also, uh, did you see the credential they made for me on Saturday? Oh, I did, Tony. I laughed a hearty laugh uh, <laughs> when I saw that. I was like, <laughs> Tony Rowland. Yeah, they made me a credential that said Tony Rowland on Saturday. So, uh, <laughs> I wish I could say it's the first time that's happened. It is not. Uh, it's... There's been a variety of different misspellings through the years of both Toby and Roland. Have you ever got the IE but, uh, on one of your credentials? The T-O-B-I-E? I've, I've definitely got an I. I don't know about an E. <laughs> definitely got an I. Uh, the W has been left out multiple times on Roland. Yeah, the I, get, I even get that all the time with you, yeah. Multiple times on Roland. Uh, Tony has happened many times. Uh, Roby Roland happened in uh, Ames <laughs> one day. 
So uh, Tony on uh, Saturdays, they actually brought me over a sticker right before tip-off. I guess somebody saw it on social media or something. I don't know. But one of the media relations people brought me a sticker just before tip-off of a corrected with my name spelled correctly. Oh, that's for funny. me to put on my credential. They were yeah, they had a smile on their face about it. So uh, <laughs> good time was that. Uh, yeah. That uh that picture made me laugh and then your shots fired. <laughs> that's that's awesome. <laughs> Remember OSU misspelled Teddy's name? Yes. Uh, for the football game this year? Yeah. All right, break time. Uh we got lots to talk about. More OU hoops talk. I I, I we got some uh Women's tennis, we don't talk much women's tennis on this show, but they play for the national championship today. We've got to talk about that, uh, a historic day yesterday for a Sooner golfer. So a lot on the table today, including more Super Bowl talk. We'll be back. The Ref Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Big thanks to Norman Regional Health System. They bring you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Was Papa T up and uh, bumping his fist to the uh, halftime show? Little Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, him and him. Papa T was not at the house last night. Uh, He was at a minister's retreat in Daytona Beach. (laughs) At Daytona Beach? Yeah, they were definitely, they were definitely. I heard reports that... uh, they turned off. They watched the Super Bowl together. At <laughs> halftime, they turned it off and had a, uh, you know, some sort of a, a devotional. And then they watched the second half. <laughs> we did watch the halftime show at uh, our party because we're heathens like that. And uh, yeah, I could. We can. We can talk about that coming up here. You want to talk about it now? Or no, you know, I could read got some, some text, text to get to. I was okay. just, uh, I was hoping your dad was at the party and your mom and that halftime show happened. No. Like, what is going on right now? Um, My wife and I were the oldest people at our party. Yeah. So. Huh. Well, that's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a pretty happening party. I mean, I don't know was. what was it sad about was. it. I mean, I'm, I am I, hip and my wife is very cool. What am I? Who we am, the I? Oldest people who am there, I to? So say anything the average age of the room i was in on saturday was <laughs> right. eight, 81 so uh-huh. <laughs> I can't say anything. Uh, living in the glass house there my friend uh air comfort <laughs> solutions text line you were the youngest person at your party i was the oldest person at my party <laughs> uh let's no, that's see not here true. your wife was there i forgot well there's some link to some story i'll click on that later the Uh-oh. b and n are right next to each other on the keyboard at least they didn't pay the wrong guy on paypal tony underscore roland that happened with a book uh, I think, yep. did it? yeah <laughs> it, 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 that, uh, somebody did that on uh, paypal that's happened a couple of times one was somebody paid somebody out there named tony roland who just randomly got 20 bucks in his paypal and just decided to accept it i guess jerk uh, somebody did it with a different variation of my name one time, like on Venmo, on uh, buying a book. But that's true. There is also, I think, a spell correct. Uh, yeah, it, it'll sometimes. correct Toby to Tony on, mm-hmm. like, uh, 
my phone it does it when I try to text or something like that. Mm-hmm. If I'm typing out Toby, it'll, t- it'll correct it to Tony. So makes it difficult. Right. Makes it difficult. But, but part of it is also just paying attention. You know, uh, look at the name you just typed and see if it's correct or not before printing it off and putting it on a credential. I'm not mad about it. I'm just saying they didn't care enough. They didn't care enough to get it right. So they deserve to lose because of that. Justice would have been for them to lose that basketball game. But, again, uh, the last 15 free throws of the game were shot by Kansas in Allen Fieldhouse. Watch yourself. I'm at studio alone. Watch yourself. Shocker. I mentioned on the air, uh, in a never-before-seen occurrence, Oklahoma has taken more free throws than Kansas. It was 11-8 to at that point. Oklahoma had 11 free throw attempts. Kansas had eight. The end of the game, Kansas had 23 free throw attempts. OU, 11. (laughs) Kansas took the last 15 free throws. Now, granted, a few of those were because OU was fouling to try to get back into it, but still. OU never gotten the bonus in the second half. It's hard to win there, man. It's hard. It, no, I was going to say that. It's very difficult to win in that environment, So, mm-hmm. especially when you have the As evidence officials by in your back pocket. Yeah. So, uh, Someone called off the air, too, wanting to know if when uh, you got the Roby Roland press credential, if uh, Scooby-Doo was responsible for credentials <laughs> that day. <laughs> uh, maybe so. I'm not sure. Maybe so. All right, top of the hour break. Boy, we've got a lot we haven't gotten to yet today. We do welcome your phone calls and text messages. As always, you can call the show, 405-329-9000. You could text the show, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. Do, I do want to talk halftime. i got to get your uh, opinion on the halftime show last night and a lot of other Sooner stuff to get into today. We'll be back. 